Hey, it's the RU Review Season Wrap-Up Show. I'm Steve Titchener here with Matt Lachlan. Just as it started, um, Rutgers ends on a sour note, second uh, year in a row, uh, that they uh, lose to Maryland, and it was quite a lopsided score. Um, And, you know, it doesn't sit well. I mean, I know Maryland's better, but, I mean, the reality here, Matt, is, you know, Maryland came in at the same time as Rutgers did, and, they're not, a, they're not a football school or a basketball school. But, uh, well, now in the Big Ten, maybe that shifts. And the ACC, they were always a hoop school. And uh, football was a distant second. Um, but now, uh, you know, they're playing pretty well. They gave Ohio State all they could. But you want to see Rutgers hang on there. I mean, the uh, the offense is just has been inept. It's really just the reality of it. They couldn't do anything. 37 nothing. That's a little tough to swallow. It's, it's the way it goes, the way they ended the season. Shiano certainly wanted better than that. The reality is they weren't a better team at the end of the season as they were at the beginning of the season. But, you know, it's just kind of hard to, with the level of competition, it, it's just hard to gauge. And it, it was just a rough season all in all, Matt. And then with five straight losses, I think the seat is warm already. It's not boiling hot. It's lukewarm at best, but I think it was a step back this year. And I think Rutgers fans, and I guess more importantly, the alumni with the big pockets are murmuring as to what's going on. You can take a look at it and say, okay, lots of injuries. You can say, okay, Wimsett finally got the starting job, but did he do anything with it? Uh, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, no doubt. And you know, and the reality of it, if you look at it, um, you know, they, you wanted to see them more competitive, but in the end of the day, wins and losses. I mean, maybe they win one more game. I thought the Nebraska game was just that was just a terrible um, Iowa collapse. Uh, Iowa was disappointing, yes, but uh, you know, Iowa's always I was still became Iowa. They were got better during the season. Of course, you know that's what drives me crazy. I mean, these teams are going to bowls. And Iowa's going to go to a bowl. They had a down season. We're terrible at the beginning of the year. You know, the West, I will say another thing too. When USC and uh, UCLA enter the Big Ten, hopefully these divisions, they're going to change the division. I mean, it would be so much better if Rutgers didn't have that gauntlet of Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Penn State, and I'll even put Michigan State in there too. I mean, they're a year in and year out, a very tough team. And, you know, and then Maryland even is playing awfully well, too. So, you know, Rutgers is in the east is just in the bottom and it's tough. I mean, if they could play a couple of those teams, if they can get in Northwestern, you know, and, you know, Illinois had a pretty good season, too. Yes. But, you know, some of these uh, some of these uh, teams out west, uh, you know, they might have uh more of a chance, but again, I, you know, the Nebraska game uh, w- was a tough one. I mean, but if we go over all the games, I mean, they, look, they started, they started out, you know, on the road at Boston college, they win that game. Now Boston college was not a good team. Turns out no, nope. they end up going three and nine. Uh, but Hey, listen, they went and won the game up in chestnut Hill. Good start. And you're thinking, okay, maybe, maybe something special can happen this season. You know, obviously, you know, they, take care of Wagner, but listen, they blow them out. They should blow them out. And they did blow them out. Now the concern, Matt, come on the third game, you know, at temple and they struggled in that game. And Temple's not a good team. Again, another three and nine team. And 
you know, Rutgers just, just got by in that game. Uh, Temple had a chip on their shoulder, played, uh, just seemed to play harder. And I don't know, Rutgers just got back there. And then you're thinking to yourself, okay, wow, who, you know, who is this team? And you think, okay, Iowa had a terrible start. You think that Rutgers has a chance at home, uh, but they, they didn't, uh, mistakes early and, uh, and again, Rutgers showing that they just can't move the ball. And they, they struggled in that game as well. Now, all along here, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're playing Evan Simon and Vedral's coming in here and there. You know, we learned that Vedral broke his hand. So that's got to be a factor in all this too, Matt, is the fact that, you know, Federal is healthy and he was ready to lead this team. And yes, he had some shortcomings, didn't have the strongest arm and all that, but you know, he showed the ability to, to, to lead the offense and, and he's won some game for Rutgers, some games for Rutgers. He's lost many too, but he, the fact that he was injured definitely, um, definitely made things certainly more difficult for Shiano and, and Sean Gleason too. Uh, cause Wimsat not quite ready, quite ready to go. Um, then, you know, the usual, uh, against Ohio state, never really a game. And then, then that Nebraska game, was really, I mean, Rutgers is up 13, nothing at halftime. Uh, that one was a tough one. That was a tough loss and really, really, uh, sunk their fortunes, you know, get, getting to a bowl game now just became that much more difficult. That's the one that they absolutely should have won. Um, and then, you know, at home against, uh, Indiana, look, they go down 14, nothing. And then they, they show some heart there against Indiana. Now, Indiana's not a good team again also, uh, but they, uh, they pull out that win. Um, and then just the no show in, in Minnesota. I mean, again, the offense just couldn't move the ball and Minnesota, I mean, you know, pretty, pretty good defense, a pretty good team. Um, 31, nothing couldn't do anything following week, you know, Michigan, you know, they go in at halftime up, 17, 14, and that's all they're scoring. And Michigan just plows them over in the second half. 52, 17 ends up being a blowout. Again, you knew they were going to lose that game, but you know, if they could have, you know, look, they played them for a half. Do you think they could hang in the second half and make it a game, but it just didn't happen. Uh, and we see that Michigan's a very good team, obviously. Michigan State, uh, you know, I thought Rutgers, actually offense played pretty well in that game. Wimsat had probably his best game. Uh, as a Scarlet Knight, uh, yet uh, wasn't enough. At least, at least it was a competitive game. You know, yeah, garbage uh, touchdown late to make it a closer game, but but at least it's a little closer. And then Penn State, man, they you know, have a good first quarter. They're up 10-7 at one point. And then again, the walls just cave in again, and they, there's nothing they can do. And the offense couldn't do anything. And Wimsett started making mistakes overthrowing balls, underthrowing balls, some interceptions, um, big mess there. It ended up being a blowout in, in, in what looked like they were, they were game in the first quarter. They were moving the ball. It was, uh, it, it looked like it, it might be, a might be a competitive game and it wasn't even close. And then they wrap it up with it. Let's face it, a stinker hard to go in the off season with that one, Matt, you know, 37, nothing again, the offense could do nothing. Um, you know, they got shut out twice this season, you know, in, in, at, at Minnesota and at Maryland. And these aren't, you know, these aren't great teams they're playing. 
you know, you know, solid teams, both Maryland and Minnesota this year at solid seasons, but really the iron curtain, both those defenses is just Rutgers offense has struggled all season. And, um, Oh, that's the big thing. I mean, that that's the story. The defense is okay. The offense, they fired the coordinator halfway through the season. Uh, you know, Campanile didn't do much coming in, uh, in place. He didn't uh, distinguish, did. distinguish himself, did he? I mean, he really, he no, tried I to mean, stretch listen, the field with it. Let with, me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. How many times did Rutgers score more than 21 points in a game this year? They scored 21, uh, against Michigan state. And then, uh, so more than 21, more than 21 against Boston college to open the gate, open the season. Uh, and uh, against Wagner, that's it. And oh, oh, and uh, 24, uh, 24 against Indiana. So yep. three times this year, three times out of 12 games, they scored more than 21 points. How do you win? You don't. I mean, that's, and they also, well, there you go. The, the problem, Matt, is the defense actually was the bright spot in, in this season. Yeah. I mean, they lost a lot of starters. Harris Simiak came in. And did a uh, did a terrific job, and that, that that defense played with a lot of heart. They were just it was three and out, three and out, three and out, and they couldn't get a blow. And they were back out there on the field. And a lot of this, you know, you know, there, there's special teams touchdowns in here. There's uh, there's pick sixes in there. I mean, all you know, they didn't give up all these points, but uh, you know, you can't just keep going back out there time and time again with the offense doing nothing. I mean, the defense is going to give, but that defense showed a lot of heart. And, and played very well. And it is the bright spot. They're all coming back. It's a young squad. Uh, Harris Simiak's uh, better come back because he's did it. He's done a terrific job. And uh, I, I just think that they've got to find an offensive coordinator once again. And Shiano's got to figure this one out. It's a huge hire for him. Huh? Well, they got to find players too. Let's be honest. Is Gavin Winsett the quarterback of the future? Are you a hundred percent sure of that? Did he show so much in his little run that you go, okay, he definitely has it. Well, there's He's nothing accurate with his passes. He's inaccurate with his passes. Um, and, and listen, he's a kid, but at some point you got to put up. Yeah. And, and he, Sean Gleason recruited him for his offense. Um, he does. He is an athlete. He does have an arm. He can run. Um, uh, he showed improvement. Um, he, he didn't get much protection. He didn't have much to throw to. That's all there, but still, um, you're right. I, I think going into the transfer portal, have to take a look. Hopefully, Rutgers doesn't lose too many players here, and um, including Gavin Winsett. Well, I I don't know where he'd go. I mean, he's in a position right now where he he will be the starting quarterback next year. That would be the plan. Yeah, but, but they would. But now, need- if you're going out to the portal, as you suggested, they should, and I agree with you. That, that means you're challenging him. Doesn't mean that he can't yeah. win the challenge, but you're saying to him, I don't think I, I you need to at least be pushed. I don't think you're good enough. So I I think this is a really tumultuous offseason uh, for yeah. Rutgers. I mean I think he's he's got to recruit better. He's got to fill in holes. He's got to prevent other teams from poaching his guys, uh, right. which I think he'll do a pretty good job. Of, of keeping the players. I think he sold a good vision there, but you know, they took a step back this year. There's no other way. There's no other way to look at it. Those two losses. When you looked at the schedule and said, how can they get to the magic number of six? It included home wins against Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah. 
because they weren't going to beat Ohio State. They weren't going to beat Michigan. They weren't going to beat um, Penn State. So then you start to look at the games, right? That, that's And as you said, I mean, uh, and that's not going to change. They're going to play those three teams all the time. No matter how the league is reconfigured, those three are going to stay in the East. But Matt, listen, you so, look at it now, they're not even competitive with Maryland. Two years in a row, not well, even competitive. Yeah, Mike Loxley's done a good job. He's recruited, <laughs> and you know they have done a good job. You're right. It's not a football school. It's never going to be a football school, but he has improved them to the point that they're going to a bowl again. It's a difficult spot. Chiano's in. Um, you know, he he did redshirt a bunch of linemen. Uh, these guys should come out next year, and one would hope that they can figure out that offensive line and uh, protect Wimsat and uh, and get you know and like develop these receivers. And yes, go to the portal. That's what they need receivers. Get some receivers from the portal. And if you can get a backup quarterback, I mean, we talked about, you know, I was on a thread today. Uh, Cade McNamara is going to transfer. Makes sense from Michigan. He's a good quarterback. But, you know, McCarthy's there. It's, you know, he so he's moving on. I mean, we how would, how would someone like that? I mean, he, the rumors are Iowa right out of the jump. But how's someone like that going to come to the banks? I mean, first of all, Wimsad is the guy that everybody's looking at to be the starter. Um, and then... Yeah, it's a good chance that maybe he doesn't play well or gets hurt or what have you. But I know it's hard to hard to get a, a very capable Big Ten quarterback, which Cade McNamara is. But why would he come to the banks? Not sure if he's going to be protected. Not sure who he's throwing to. Oh, he's not. It, Let's be honest. Well, that, that's it. I mean, that's the reality. So, Matt, what's there? Do you get do you get some uh, a lesser school, lesser uh, conference? Uh, do you get uh, a quarterback that that's excelled? I don't even have a name, but um, just someone that can possibly. Or do you listen? Evan Simon did get some some reps, um, and had some moments. Doesn't appear that he's someone who can take them anywhere, but he, he he's serviceable. Uh, Bedrill is gone. He's, he's he's been at Rutgers. It seems like forever. Uh, and so they've got, uh, some question marks there because, you know, you, you still need do. depth. You still need depth, right? Uh, and even, even well, with you need depth, the guy. here's the other thing. Look, he, Shiano knows fans don't understand. I've been saying it probably since he took over. This is an enormous building process. Enormous. People have no idea how far behind Rutgers was in a thousand different ways. So, while I did say earlier, and I do mean it, you've got to show results so the, the seat's a little warm. I think next year is a tremendously important year. Let's see what his recruiting has done. He has improved the recruiting, but still, Rutgers is probably, what, 10th in the Big Ten in recruiting? I don't have it's, it in front of me, really but hard. it's definitely the, bat, the, bat, the bottom half for sure and could be, yeah, 10th, 11th, 12th. Yeah. Eighth, maybe. I, I, yeah. Max. So there's a, but let's see what he does with the players he's recruited and coaching them up, which I know is one of your favorite terms and absolutely something that Shiano has on his side is something he's done throughout his career. So I don't want to continue to bury them and say, there's no hope. I'm just trying to be realistic here. Wimsat doesn't really have anybody to throw to. Now, when Brown, losing Brown hurt. And I think they've got themselves a legit guy there. So their running game hopefully will be better next year. Hopefully he returns healthy. 
And that will be a huge lift for them. Mm-hmm. There's no, oh, there's no question because that hurt too. I mean, there's a lot of factors here. The injuries did play a part. You said that earlier in the show and it, it, it's a fact, uh, you know, Vedral never being quite a hundred percent with that hand. And then Samuel Brown was really showing that he's a big 10 back and he can put a brute, you know, beaten on the defense. And that's huge. When you have a back that just, you know, leans forward for five yards and he was that kind of guy, you know, giving you uh, memories of Gus, the bus, uh, who went on to the Ravens, uh, before uh, dealing with some injuries. But, uh, you know, that guy was legit coming in from Miami to Rutgers and helping out for a year. And he, he, you know, he helped Ash out a lot. They won a few, a few games that year and he won them. So, um, you know, just by, you know, being that kind of big 10 back that you need that can, can, uh, drive through that, those big lines. And that's what Samuel Brown was. No, real you know, deal. Hurt, hurting hit, you know, and then, you know, Manangai and, and Salam, you know, were slasher type backs. But they never, God, they, you know, they never used them in any way. There was never any uh, slot receiver doing a quick out. There was never, you know, big targeted tight ends, you know, you know even Lang and going over the middle for quick outs and all that. Everything was, you know, Nunzio Campanelli just he wanted to stretch the field. And I know, you know, Wimsat has the arm, but it just he couldn't he couldn't complete passes. It was just it, it was puzzling how um, you know Sean Gleason leaves, and then Campanelli really you know he changed some things, but it just didn't work, and that offense couldn't do anything, and it was it was really frustrating, and it's been frustrating for a long time. Ash never had any kind of offense, and now um, Shiano is struggling in the same area where the defense is actually holding their own. So if the, if the offense was even mediocre, again, I'll go back to maybe they win one or two more games. At the end of the day, we're hoping that they're more competitive with these teams and getting, you know, the blowouts, at, you know, the blowouts at the end of the season were just, it, it was, it was tough well, they, to they, watch. But, you know what? Let's face it. I mean, they got blown out by Penn State. Uh, Penn State blew a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. Rutgers is just not in their class, Steve. I know you're disappointed. They are not in right. their class. Right. They're not close. The right. disappointing losses were Iowa and Nebraska. Absolutely. And then, listen, they were just, they were a team that was emotionally out of it. Uh, I mean, it was scoreless in the first quarter, but Maryland blew them out. Maryland's a better team. That one's disappointing. I know you wanted to sit at Rutgers and you know, show off your brand new shiny team and say, Hey, we're giving the state a chance. <laughs> it's not happening. Right. Well, for a quarter, it, it was. isn't happening. God, I know. Not yeah. with the way yeah. Rutgers entered that game. No. With no running game and a quarterback that had nobody to throw to. So forget that. Those are not the games. Yeah. Those are not the games. Ohio state, Michigan, <laughs> Penn state, not the games. It's Iowa. It's Nebraska. You got to beat those. You got to go on the road. And Rutgers actually, had been a pretty good routine. That's why the Minnesota loss was so shocking in the way it unfolded. But those are the games, the Maryland's. If they won two games, they're in a bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, you so know, that's where it is. Those games have home to against Iowa, home power. against Nebraska. You're you're absolutely Absolute. right. And uh, and they and they lost both. Uh, close games, closer games anyway. I mean, they should absolutely the losing to Nebraska was just a, a disaster. And, and they, uh, the I mean, game, they were in such disarray. 
Ray. Yeah. And they couldn't beat them. Yeah. On uh, what that was that was the Blackout Friday, right? Uh, it was the Friday game, yes. Or was that the or was that the Scarlet? I, I forget. No, Nebraska Rutgers was a Friday night game. Uh, right. But was that black? Was that like a blackout? No, the blackout game was or? the Iowa game. Iowa. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. it was Scarlet for the in Nebraska. Okay, Scarlet. Yeah, I knew it was one of the yeah. one of the colors. Yeah. So, um, at, at any rate, yeah, Nebraska was a game they they definitely should have won. And you know what? The way Michigan State ended the season, under other circumstances, that was a gettable game. But really, it was the two that we talked about at home. And if they win those, they've got six wins. And instead of wrapping up a season, uh, the seat is not so warm for Shiano. He goes into Holmes and says, hey, listen, this time we earned it. We've been in bowls for two consecutive years. And with you, we're going to keep this going. And he's able to sell that. But uh, the job just became a little more difficult. It sure did. Only four wins um, and uh, a difficult season uh, as we said the uh the injuries certainly didn't help now it's going to be a long off season and uh we'll see uh, i think that there's some promise with wimsat i think there's some promise with defense without question i think they just got to really focus on that offense and figuring it out getting the, the, the portal if you can uh get an offensive lineman great if you can get receivers that would be a huge help. And then on, on the a quarterback and maybe you find, uh, maybe you find a, uh, a, a quarterback in the portal that would be okay backing up uh Wimsat. And uh, that's going to be a tough one. And then Shiano's going to have to figure that out. Uh, and, you know, next year is going to be, uh, you know, a, a big test, but again, it's, it's year five. I think where it all lies and if it's a if it's a mess in year five, then you really got to start looking at it because then you got to say at some point, Matt, right? Like, hey, we can, you know, coach, you know, we can be this bad without you. I mean, it's that it, once you get into the year five and six, you're in that spot where where it's either going to happen or it's not. And um, you know, Shiano's never been an offensive coach. He's always uh, been a, more of a defensive and special teams guy. And so he relies on his offensive coordinator. So that's going to be a huge hire. And uh, we'll see how things unfold in, in the offseason. Um, thanks for hanging in with me, Matt. <laughs> yeah, and, no, you know, I listen, I, I wish it was better. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, as people who listen may know, I'm, I'm involved with the New Jersey Devils. I do their You're a Jersey sports guy. The, side. the yeah. TV side is what I'm working in now while their ringside reporter is out on family leave and the team is on a roll and they haven't been for the last several years, but finally the years of pain have been rewarded with some success. The high draft choices are paying off and it was no fun the last couple of years. So oh, losing no. stinks. Yeah, no, so, I yeah, get no, it. I would and, like and, to see Rutgers do better. Yeah, and it's been an amazing run by the Devils, Matt. I mean, my goodness. I mean, and no one thought they'd take the jump that they took, that would take this. You knew they'd be better. They had to be better, but this has been incredible. The run, especially last night, was exciting with the, the win over the Rangers. Yeah, wow. and there's a nice win so, over the Rangers, and hopefully Rutgers has that in them right. next year as well. You know, They've got Northwestern on the schedule next year. It's home. That should be a W. They play Wagner again. That should be a W, right? Uh, they, they, but they've got the big three that are tough. So if you look at Rutgers' schedule, uh, Temple as well. So those are the right. You beat Temple, you beat Wagner, you beat Northwestern, 
Now you've got your three, and you got to figure three out of what? Uh, Virginia Tech, I guess, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland. Yeah, you got to figure it. In, in three of those games, and yeah. you're going to a bowl. You f- you find three more, and you're absolutely right. And then, um, but they couldn't this year. That, well, that's the challenge, and it will be the challenge again next year, as well as is finding those uh, three wins. Um, but you know what I, you know, it's, I, you know, I get on the team only because I'm an alum and, and I love it and I'm a season ticket holder, but I always hold out hope. I always hold out hope that they're, uh, that they're going to improve and, and, uh, eventually, uh, be competitive in the big 10. And, uh, and that's, uh, you know, and I'll take Shiano's word for it. I still, I believe he was a guy for the job and, um, the work's not done yet. So we'll, we'll just pack it in for this year and, and, uh, a lot of work to do in the off season. We'll, um, see how these guys, uh, fare, uh, you know, next year, we'll start with a spring game and we'll, we'll come, we'll get back out. We'll do the RU review again and, uh, and, and cover this team. I want to thank, uh, you know, Sean Ward went out to a few games. We went on the field for the Wagner game. And then he's been in the stands a couple of times, taking some really, uh, really great shots. So this, the shots that we use on the site and we use on our social are, are pictures that, uh, Sean took and they're really, really great shots. Uh, very talented photographer. Thank, thank him for, for coming out to a few games and, and, uh, and, and taking some photos again, man, I want to thank you for, for hanging in there with me, Johnny Mac, uh, for hanging in for a few shows, uh, as well. And, uh, we'll, we'll pick it up, uh, next year and perhaps have, uh, a little more fun. Uh, winning's always, uh, winning's always a lot more fun as you're, you're, you're figuring out with it, with the devils there, uh, Matt. So, uh, that'll do it for uh, this season. Uh, thanks uh, listeners for hanging in with us and uh, we'll catch you all next year. Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. We're also, all our podcasts are on Spotify. We're going to start our hardwood Jersey hardwood podcast, which is, you know, Jersey basketball, which we lean heavy on Rutgers and on Seton hall. Matt actually does a few uh, uh, games a year for, for Seton hall. And uh, I'm a season ticket holder for Rutgers, of course, too. So we love talking hoops as well. And Johnny Mack uh, gets involved with that, too. So so that's uh, coming up. We also got a, a blue line brief that I do with Matt. We talk uh, hockey. We go around the league and uh, and, and talk about uh, the NHL uh, with uh, Devils announcer here, Matt Lachlan. So we, we got that going on the site as well. And it's also on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and all our other uh, our directories as well. So thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you all next year for this show. And go check out the site and listen to our other podcasts as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.